Okay, ladies, so I just want to give you a little rundown about this episode today before we dive on in. And it is on, it's piggybacking off of last week's episode when I talked to you about how important the liver is. And in order to be healthy, you want to have a healthy liver because the liver is one of the big, big, big organs and big parts of the detoxification process. And I talked to you last week about the three phases very minimally. So today I'm taking it even a step further and I'm going into depth not medically in depth so that you can't understand it, but go into depth so that you understand conceptually in, you know, like kind of like layman's terms of what's going on in these three different phases and why it's important to support these three phases each and every day. So yes, it's good to do a bi-yearly um, detoxification cleanse. A lot of people do them, but you can be harming yourself if you don't have things set up properly. And we talk about that in this episode too. So Let's dive in and let's learn about the three phases of detoxification. And also, if you really want to know about what's going on with the coronavirus and you want to hear an update, join me over on my Facebook page, business page that is, at Well Woman Network, because I'm going to be talking about um, some of that, the coronavirus over there, not that we're going to brush over it because I don't want to do that, but I do want you to understand that the biggest thing that you can do to help prevent any of these things that come out, ladies, is to be healthy in the beginning, to be healthy in the forefront so that if you did catch anything, you are healthier as you go through it and healthier and when you come out on the other side. Okay, so the biggest things you can do is to build your immune system and just be healthy. And those are just simple things that we talk about all the time here at Well Woman Network and on the podcast. So let's get back to today's topic, the three phases of detox. Let's jump in and let's hear about it. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. So hey there, and welcome back. So today I wanted to expand on the topic that I was talking about last week, and that is about detox. So last week I talked to you about the liver and why it was really important in having an overall healthy life. And we did discuss, you know, the detoxification process, but I really didn't go into it and kind of explain it to you and try to do it in simple terms because, you know, I want to try to do this so that you can understand it. And I know a lot of people do like a fall and summer or a winter and summer detox. They do it every six months, and that is good. But we all should be supporting all of our phases of detoxification, which there's three of them, and trying to do that on a daily basis and getting our bodies healthy to where we are eliminating and we're getting rid of those toxins, you know, on a very regular basis, okay? So, and here's the reason why. Because, you know, ladies, exposure to toxins is definitely a fact of life and it is not going away, all right? First of all, during just routine bodily functions, our body in of itself produces toxins, 
okay? Then we're also exposed to those environmental toxins found in the air, our drinking water, and our food supply. You know, but we have a great metabolic detoxification pathway that neutralizes and removes harmful chemicals via key elimination channels, which includes our digestive system, our liver, and our kidneys, which I mentioned last week, okay? Because we need to be able to get rid of these toxins that we are exposed to on a daily basis so that they don't build up in our body, okay? We have something that we call, or I call, toxic burden, and this represents the total accumulations in toxins in your body over time, the buildup of harmful chemicals from the environment and lifestyle choices, they may compromise the way our bodies work and can have an ill effect on our health. And I talked about that last week too. Remember I said, you know, some of us, you know, unfortunately now I'm not being mean about it, but some of us are just causing our, our own problems and we need to take a look at that. So we need to understand, number one, our detoxification process. And I'm going to try to explain that to you in simple terms and go into it a little bit. And then we're going to talk about some other little things. Okay. So our metabolic detoxification involves coordinated enzymatic reactions that neutralize and stabilize these harmful chemicals and and facilitates their excretion from the body, mainly via the kidneys, stool, and sweat. Okay. So the whole idea, simple idea behind our metabolic detoxification, it just means that we are producing enzymes that help to neutralize those toxins in our body at each different phase, okay? The main function of the detoxification pathway is to transform, okay, a process referred to as biotransformation, lipid-soluble toxins to water-soluble toxins, because most of these toxins that are out there today are fat, you know, they're lipid-soluble. So we need to change them to water-soluble hydrophilic molecules that are easily eliminated from the body because our body can excrete water more than it can excrete fat. So the phases of metabolic detoxification are performed by three sets of enzymes or proteins. Okay. They're called the phase one functionalization enzymes, phase two conjugation enzymes, and the phase three elimination of proteins. So let's look at each one of those in a more simple fashion so you can try to understand it and you can hang with me here. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free to either DM me over on um, Instagram or come on over to Well Woman Network 360 in our Facebook group and ask me questions there. So like I said, most of our body's toxic waste has to go through these phases in order to get out of our system, okay? So phase one, this is the first line of defense against toxins, and it uses a group of enzymes known as the cytochrome P450 system, okay? Now, you don't really need to get into that. We know a lot about that in medicine, so it's fine. But these enzymes protect your cells from damage by converting volatile toxins into smaller substances meant for further detox, and they make toxins water-soluble in order for them to enter into phase two. Okay, so phase one can be activated by some external factors. And some of these, you know, are some of these are harmful and some of these, you know, are just things that we do every day. For instance, they can include caffeine, our daily cup of coffee, your daily cup of wine, okay, paint fumes, steroids, pesticides, sleeping pills, contraceptive pills, medications that we take every day for our different ailments, you know, cortisone. Okay, so all of those can affect and turn on in a negative way, this phase one. So you need to get them to go through phase one, like I said last week, 
into phase two and into phase three, where you are eliminating them. Okay. Here are some things that can also affect phase one, but in a very favorable way. And I'm not saying don't go have your cup of coffee or don't go drinking your glass of wine or taking your medications because that's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is that even though, you know, we're doing all those things on a daily basis, we have to be able to do all the other healthy things as well as to do those things. So it's not to say that you can't have a cup of coffee as long as you are are doing other things like eating fruits and vegetables that we're going to talk about, water and fiber and all those other things that help support the elimination of the coffee through the pathway. So here's the thing too. For every one cup of coffee, you have to drink four cups of water in order to get that coffee out of your system. Okay. So that's what I need for you to be thinking about when I'm always talking to you and preaching to you about, okay, you need to be drinking half your body weight in water a day. You got to keep your urine looking good and clear and you need to be peeing. You need to get, you need to be going pooping and you need to be doing all those things. I'm not just saying it for my health. I'm saying it because your body, your body needs those things in order to help it get rid of the everyday toxins that we are putting into our body or that we are exposed to. Okay. So that's what we're saying. So things that help phase one in a favorable way are herbs like milk thistle. It helps with the liver and regenerating a liver, especially if you have fatty liver. It's a great product to take. Citrus such as tangerines and oranges. Vitamin C foods rich like strawberries and bell peppers. Coriferous vegetables like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, collard greens, kale, and turnips. Vitamin C and most of the vitamin Bs. Okay, lipotrophic compounds that break down fat in a metabolism such as your um, cysteine, metathione, choline, and incitol, those are your um, anti, you know, those are your antioxidant profile things that you want to also help. And minerals such as magnesium and iron. Okay, so phase one, you want to, it causes when we are when we're doing phase one. So let's say you go and you have your coffee or you have your wine or whatever else we're exposed to, chemicals in the air, the pollutants and all that kind of stuff. Phase one causes oxidation and causes free radicals, okay? And I've taught to you before about free radicals. If you think about it like a fire, a burning fire, and those embers that kind of like can flick off. And I don't know if some of you, if you have wood in front of your fireplace or if you have like a rug, and if those embers flick off, they can cause little like burn marks. Well, those little firing embers are what, what I call free radicals, okay? So phase one is all about the oxidation of these harmful toxins in order to break them down into less harmful metabolites. This is necessary, okay? And it does result in free radicals when we are breaking these down, which can do lots of harm even to your DNA if you don't keep them moving through the detox pathway and out of your body. So I also talked about on the heart one, heart episode that, you know, it's not, you know, you get those plaques on your arteries, Okay, and this is what happens when you have these free radicals. They sometimes bounce off and hit that fat, and that fat dislodges and starts to move through your heart or wherever it is, and it can cause you to have strokes. It can cause you to have heart attacks. So it's the free radicals that are doing the damage, okay, from the oxidation process. And oxidation, if you think about it, is like if you left an apple sitting out on your counter, you know, and you come back like maybe an hour later or even a couple hours and you see that brown, it's starting to turn brown, that's oxidation, okay? That's what's happening into your in your body. So you need to be able to support phase one and get it out of your body. So it's a good idea to increase antioxidants as protection because some of the phase one activators 
like vitamin C and milk thistle, like we said earlier. However, it's good to add more, especially polyphenols and flavonoids. So here again, if you eat your recommended, FDA recommended five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables in a variety every day, you're probably covered. Okay, but the, the news is and research shows that kids are not even getting two servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And when I ask most people, they'll tell me that they're getting about one serving. Now, if you're exercising on a daily basis, even moderate to mild, you need, the, it says now that you need anywhere from 13 to 16 servings of fruits and vegetables. Now, I know that may seem a lot to you, but there's different ways that you can get those different vegetables and fruits. And I'm talking about a variety, okay? You see, like most people just eat apples or they eat oranges, but they're not eating the rainbow of colors because it's really hard for any one of us to eat the rainbow of colors all day long. Hence, that's why I talk to you about Juice Plus. It's why I've been a supporter and a cheerleader and I share Juice Plus for the past 17 years because it's fruits and vegetables from a variety of sources across the entire rainbow in capsule form. So it's easy to get easy to take, easy to digest, and it's simple, cost-effective, and boom, you're done. You're supporting your phase one right there through antioxidants. Other supplements include resveratrol, CoQ10, vitamins A and C, and minerals such as selenium, copper, zinc, and magnesium. Okay, so you want to, you can take them in supplemental form, but you want to be getting as much of it as you can through food sources. And Juice Plus is food. It's just whole food that's put into a capsule. I know it's kind of hard to think about it, but you want to try to eat as much of these wide variety of fruits and vegetables as you can versus taking them in a vitamin source. Okay. We've talked about that before. I'm not going to sit here and reiterate why you should take a whole food supplement versus a vitamin. Again, a vitamin is a fractionated portion of that particular fruit or vegetable. It is not the whole thing. It doesn't function like if it was with all of its friends in its natural state. Okay, so in order to support phase one detoxification, you need to be upping your antioxidant game, either by eating a wide variety and rainbow on a daily basis and getting your seven to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day, at least the least amount is five people, come on, five to be helping your body. All right. And like I said, if you can't get it, hey, hit me up. And I'll be more than happy to share with you about Juice Plus and why I've been taking it for the last 17 years. Okay, so phase two is all about conjugation, like I just said. Okay, like we talked about earlier, it's conjugating those things to get rid of them, which uses six different pathways to take water-soluble phase one metabolites out of your body through your bile, urine, and stool. Okay, so you have phase one. You're converting it, those in phase one with all that good stuff from fat soluble to water soluble. Okay. Now we're moving into phase number two and we're going to get those out through the bile, urine, and stool. Okay. So phase two absolutely requires that you have sulfur and you can get that from coriferous vegetables, garlic, onions, meat, and egg yolks. You need amino acids, glycine, cysteine, taurine, and methion which you get from meat. You also need you need vitamin B12. You get that from meat. If you're not a meat eater, you can also supplement with that. You also want a trace, you want, it's, you want a trace mineral and you want glutathione. Glutathione is made from the above amino acids or you can take it in a liposomal form. So glutathione is our master antioxidant, okay? So you need 
to be eating good food, people, and drinking good water. Other nutrients that help phase two are flavonoids, and these are found in fruits, vegetables, and many herbs. Okay, red grape skin, garlic, rosemary, organic soy, and cabbage. Okay, so what happens when phase two goes awry? Okay, the catch is that phase two liver detox is often sluggish, probably because of the lack of the intake of the above nutrients for most people in sufficient quantities. So when you really don't want this, because then the metabolites of phase one are backed up and they stay in your body and they are quite dangerous if you are not moving them out. Okay, you can get, you know, you can have heavy metal toxicity. You can have a lot of different type of toxicities where you get toxic. Okay, so you may activate phase one simply by your morning coffee or your evening glass of wine. Yet if you have a sluggish phase two, you could suffer from the results of these toxins hours later. Hence, like I said, four glasses of water to detox and help get out one cup of coffee. Okay, and the sluggish detox of your phase two can cause some of us to have insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes. Those are just a few examples when you're not getting things out because they're backing up. Okay, so you heard me, hot flashes, brain fog, insomnia. Those are a lot of hormonal imbalance issues that a lot of women suffer from. And it's because they're not eating the right proper food and they're not drinking the proper water and they definitely are not doing phase three properly. Okay, so phase three is all about transportation. It mainly requires, it mainly refers, excuse me, to the transport of those phase two conjugants, either to your kidneys for further filtration and then out of your body via your bladder and your urine, or out with your bile into your small intestine and down through your GI tract for elimination via stool. Okay, so phase three, ladies, requires added hydration for your kidneys through urine and elimination, hence drinking half your body weight in water every single day, proper function of your GI system so that you can poop well. Okay, I said that, poop well. This means pooping daily without constipation, sluggishness, loose stools, or diarrhea. You want your poop to be flowing on a daily basis, okay? So if you are not doing that, likely culprits are because you have a lack of fiber, Fiber needs, fiber feeds back beneficial bacteria by their byproducts from stool and lack of fiber can cause stools to be sluggish and you not go at all. You may have a magnesium deficiency, so very common, often the culprit of sluggish stools. Food intolerances can also cause a loose or sluggish stool, okay? Or dysbiosis, an overgrowth of pathogenic micro, microbes in your gut or not enough core beneficial bacteria, okay? Dysbiosis can also cause loose or sluggish stools. You need to be getting your bowels moving. You need to be going to the bathroom several times a day, okay? Don't get elimination. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to get elimination in order before a focused detox or cleanse. So here we go back to, now I'm going to talk about those, you know, cleanses that people are doing out there. They're doing detoxes, which is perfectly fine. But you need to get your house in order with pooping and peeing, Okay, over here, especially pooping, because if you don't have your poop schedule down and you are not going poop like you need to, then don't bother doing any detox because you can give yourself greater harm because you won't be able to push out phase one and phase two because and going through phase three, it's all going to get backed up. So you need to have all three phases working. Okay, so when something comes into phase one and it's causing oxidation and it's causing free radicals, you need to be able to turn it from fat soluble to water soluble, then move it from phase one into phase two, 
And then from that's helped elimination. And then phase three is to totally get it out of your body via your kidneys, sweat, urine, and poop. So if you're not pooping, that's your biggest source of getting a toxic elimination out of your body. All right. So you have to get that going. Can't say that enough. All right. Through high quality protein, complex carbohydrates, fiber, and essential fatty acids, the body gets what it needs to support muscle and organ function and to help prevent depleted energy sources during the detoxification efforts. But this is just the beginning. Additional targeted nutritional support can, can specifically address the detoxification prog- process, and it can serve to protect the function of our main organs involved in this process, the liver, the kidneys, and the intestine tract. Okay, so like I said last podcast, the liver filters out and transforms toxic substances in the blood into harmful into harmless substances that can be excreted in the urine or stool. The kidneys provide a route for toxin excretion via the urine, performing a vital component in the detoxification process as they provide a route for toxin excretion via the urine and our intestines. They support regular bowel movements, eliminate the buildup of unhealthy microorganism and internal toxins, and they provide a strong and intact barrier to prevent the leakage the leakage of toxic materials from the intestine into our circulation called leaky gut, okay? So again, this is awesome because this is what I want you to know. I want you to know, okay, when you're taking things in, kind of not that you're gonna think about it every day, but you have a general thought process of how your body takes something when it goes into your mouth and how it gets out at the end. The end result being either you pee it out, you poop it out, or you sweat it out. So you know it goes through these different things. And each one of those things needs specific things in order to help carry it out, okay? So if you have any further questions, please, like I said, contact me over on Instagram, DM me, come over to Well Woman Network 360, our group on Facebook, ask me some questions because I really want you to start concentrating on these areas of detox because this this is detoxing every day. This is helping your body get every day food and garbage and toxins out of your body. All right. So I hope that you enjoy this and please be on the lookout because I'm going to be doing a detoxification challenge. It's going to be an education series where I'm going to be talking more about this, like who should detox, who needs it, you know, how do we go about it? A bunch of those different things like that. I think it's going to be really great. And it's going to be a full education thing because you know, I'm all about education. So I hope you got some great stuff out of today's episodes. Please leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. DM me again over on Instagram at Well Woman Network, um, or come on over to our Facebook group at 360, Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook and ask to join our group. So until next week, ladies, may you have a blessed week. May you be drinking lots of fluids. May you be eating lots of fruits and vegetables from a variety across the rainbow. And may you be pooping daily every day to increase your health. And may you get your detoxification process in order. So God bless. I love you and have a great week and bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new healthcare regime. 
Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts.